Thank you for coming to the podcast, this special edition of Top Turtle MMA Podcast. No, I am not joined by Shockwave Dave right now. I will be just a little bit later on in the week. We will give you our usual episode, but I had a couple of interviews that I wanted to get out to you guys early. First, I'm going to be talking with Hanato Moicano about his move up to 155 pounds, and then I'm going to be talking with Gilbert Burns, who is getting ready to fight Demian Maia in a co-main event at UFC in Brasilia. Both of those interviews, absolutely awesome. You're going to want to tune into those. Plus, we'll have our usual two interviews for you a little bit later in the week, as well as our Fights, Dogs, and Parlays breakdown. But first, I did want to mention that this bonus episode is brought to you by BattleClan Gear. Visit BattleClanGear.com. Make sure to use promo code TURTLEUP10 for 10% off your whole order. That's T-U-R-T-L-E-U-P-1-0. 10% off the whole ordeal there. And let me tell you something, they've got some awesome gear. So make sure you check out their whole line there, BattleClanGear.com. BattleClan Gear brings you this bonus episode of Top Turtle MMA Podcast, and it starts right now. This is Daniel Gumby Freeland with Top Turtle MMA on FlowCombat.com. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to Hanato Moicano, who fights Demir Hadzovic at UFC in Brasilia on March 14th. So, Hanato, you were constantly, uh, you know, a top 10 guy at featherweight. You decide to move up to lightweight for this fight. What was the basis of that decision? Yeah, I was, I was, my coach was uh, speaking to me about that a long time, like, one year, two years ago, and and he said uh, maybe you should be good go to the lightweight and, and test yourself against the, the other guy because you you are cutting so much weight and I think this is uh, is not helping you to perform well. So I coming from two losses and something something need to be have to be done. And I think uh, is the the perfect moment to go to the lightweight. And you said you were cutting a lot of weight. How much weight exactly were you cutting uh, when you were getting all the way down to featherweight? Uh, really depends because back in the day I didn't I didn't cut too much at all. But in the past in the past couple of years I start to cut a lot of weight. In my last fight I was one eighty four, and when I start to cut it out because after. Uh, my loss to Jose Aldo, I came to to my city and I I, I eat a lot. I enjoy life and my, my weight is too, too heavy. I was 184 and I'm starting to cut down to 145 and was too much weight. And I think maybe this can, uh, not good for my health, my, my life. So maybe it, it's time to go to the 155. Yeah, and you said not good for your health and life too, but how, how about for your, your fighting style? Did you feel extra drained during fight week? And, and during this weight cut, do you feel better? Yeah, uh, uh, so far so good. Uh, until this point, I'm, feel, I'm feeling good. My weight, is, my weight is good, but I don't know. I, 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 I only will know after my fight, you know, but uh, right now I'm feeling good. I'm feeling this is a good... Uh, uh, division for me, and I'm feel very happy to be here in Brasilia to fight for 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 the people, and I'm I'm very glad. 
Yeah, and I was going to ask you that too. How, how exciting is it to get back to Brasilia? Do you have tons of to friends and family coming out? Yeah, yeah a lot. A lot of friends and, and family come to watch me. And I'm very excited about that because uh, I love MMA and I love Brazil. And especially I love my city and my family. I'm close to my family and to my friends. So we'll be very good to perform for them. Absolutely. Now let's talk about the performance too, because you're fighting Demir Hadzovic. Now, usually when when somebody changes weight classes and they're as highly ranked as you, you know, you were ranked in in the top five for a while in featherweight. Usually when they change weight classes, they get a pretty big name. But here you are fighting a guy who's both dangerous and unranked. What what were your what was your thoughts on Demir Hadzovic as your first opponent? And did the UFC just offer you him and nobody else? Yeah, uh, uh, Hadjovic is a really good fighter. He's a really good striker and has like a, a really good submissions defense. He's a good guy, uh, for sure. Uh, he's coming from a loss, but he's a good guy. I know he he's gonna be uh, hungry for the victory. He he will come with everything, and so do I. Uh, I am the same, and uh, I don't I don't care about about my opponents, you know. So they offer. Than me and say okay I don't choose fights I fight any I fight anybody I don't I I know I have to to fight anybody to be champion and that's my goal my main goal is to be champion I always training uh, thinking about that I live my life thinking about that and I cannot uh, I cannot choose fights so they offered me and I say okay I don't care. So you, you said in there your goal is to be champion, which it, you know I think is the goal of most fighters. But yeah. you're you're now in one of the most stacked divisions in the UFC, right? The like UFC's yeah. 155 division is as exciting as it could possibly be. What what are your thoughts on the top of that division, especially as we move in on what is going to be a pretty exciting title fight coming up? Yeah, yeah. I think the division is really stacked and it has uh, really good fighters, but we also. Uh, having we we also are starting to see uh, guys coming from the from the smaller division to the to bigger ones and doing good. Like in uh, Dustin Poirier was doing very good in the featherweight, but he's doing even better on the lightweight. And uh, Charles Oliveira and another of and other guys. I think the mentality of the sport is changing now. The people is cutting. Uh, uh, less and less weight and i think this is better for for the the athlete's health and for the performance too so i think i'm gonna perform very good in the 55 and did you did you take inspiration from dustin poyer and you know dan hooker and charles Oliveira? did you take inspiration is that one of the reasons why you moved up yeah for sure dustin poyer is a very good fighter i trained with him in, in att and he he, he is a really a dedicated fighter, and I, I want to be like him, you know. I want to go to the fifth five and doing very good and doing well and represent my gym, American top team, and represent my family, my country. So I, I want to do like him. That's absolutely good inspiration to have. Now, we're coming right around to the end of the interview here. I always like to ask my fighters if they would give me a fight prediction. How do you see this one going down when you face Demir Hadzovic this upcoming weekend? I really don't know really depends you know i i don't want to talk about about that i just want to go there and do my best and i know will be a great fight for the fans
Well, we're certainly looking forward to it. Once again, fans, this was Hanato Moicano, who fights Demir Hazovic at UFC in Brasilia on March 14th. Hanato, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Anytime you need. This is Daniel Gumpy Freeland with Top Turtle MMA on FlowCombat.com. And today, I have the pleasure of speaking to Gilbert Burns, who fights Demi and Maya at UFC in Brasilia on March 14th. So, Gilbert, obviously you're fighting one of the top grapplers in MMA history. You're obviously a well-accomplished grappler in your own right, but the big advantage you have in this fight is on your feet. Do you plan on keeping it there, or are you out to prove here that you can grapple with Demi and Maya? Uh, I think you can do it all, and then I'm very confident on my strike and my, my DJ abilities as well. So, but we're for sure we're going to mix things up. I think we're going to do it all. We're going to strike, we're going to grapple, and I'm looking forward to it. We're obviously looking forward to it, too, because it is one of the best matchups between two grapplers that we've seen. What do you think has made him so successful against other people that you can seemingly stop? I think he'll stick with the plan. You know, he'll stick with the A plan. get on the on his jiu-jitsu and... Uh, Obviously, he had a lot of trouble on the stand-up, so he kind of stopped a little bit stand-up and put a lot of focus on his wrestling, his jiu-jitsu. And he's keeping it very simple, you know, a couple uh, works a lot on, on the single leg, on the body lock, control, you know, do a little ground and pound. But he's sticking with jiu-jitsu, and uh, it's easier when you do only one thing, you know. But on my eyes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lot different. I try to be better on my striking my my box, you know, every single area, but I think that's why he'd be successful because he stick with the one or two things with the takedowns and the control on top. I think that's why and he's a high level too. That's why he's been very successful. I definitely agree that that's why he's successful is that he's focused on that one thing. Now, you mentioned that you put extra time into your hands. Do you feel like that slowed your success rate or your, your, your rate up the welterweight or even lightweight rankings? Uh, I think he all, I'm, I'm kind of getting, getting, but I'm getting better on that, but I, I just love the strike, you know, I love, I love to, to stand, bang, you know, I like, I like the, the kickboxing style, I like the, but I, I'm, I'm a grappler too, I'm kind of the guy that I, 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 I like the overall game, I like to wrestle, I like to do striking, I like the grappling, and uh, I think he got a couple, couple tough matches that make me make my game a little. I'm thinking I'm figuring out my game right now and then with all for that, you know. But I think I've been evolving so much in my strike. All the time that I'm pulling, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling better right now in every area. And you said you, you you've fallen in love with striking. You're a guy who loves to stand and bang. Now, now obviously you've been doing jujitsu since you were a child, like a real little kid. When did this change happen for you? When did you sort of fall in love with the striking? Uh, since the beginning, since I I I made that transition to him, such as he's a powerful and the guy has a lot of knowledge, and then he passed me, he, he you know he passed to me a lot of this knowledge. And since the beginning, I like the striking. Since the beginning, they my coach uh, as soon as I start training, they said I was hitting hard, and then I just need to get better. And uh, as soon as I moved to the black theater, I started working with Harry. I saw a lot of guys, a lot of like crazy wrestling uh, uh, striking guys working. Tyrone Spong, Gito Balfour, 
uh, Rashad Evans. Uh, just I just saw the level of, of the striking, uh, and I started liking, and I started getting better and better, and getting a lot of tips from these guys. And and after my first, and even before the UFC, got two knock, I see two or three knockouts, and just feels amazing when, not, when you were able to to knock the guy out and. Uh, I think that that was it. That was the training of the Black Genius with a lot of tough guys. And after my first knockout, that's how I fell in love with the strike. So, so are you telling me, as a guy who is a, a Abu Dhabi Combat Club bronze medalist and a guy who's won World Jiu-Jitsu Championships in Gi and no Gi, you're telling me you would rather knock somebody out than submit them? I'm between. I like both. I like super mate. I like to be honest. Right now, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I like more submission or. Oh, finish. I like to finish fights, you know. If it goes by a knockout, perfect. If it goes by a submission, okay, you're perfect too. But I, I like the striking, so. But I like the grappling too. I'm kind of like between. I like both a lot, so why not mix things up and. If, if I saw your chin, I'm going to throw it. But if I saw your neck, I'm going to choke. That, that's the way you see it. I love that mentality. Now. It, it's certainly been working for you, right? You're heading up the rankings as quick as you could have possibly imagined. Now, some of that is due to, obviously, your success in those two areas, but some of those are due to you taking just about any fight you possibly can. It seems like you would fight anybody at any time. You've called out tons of people on Twitter, including people who are two or three weight classes ahead of you. How much of that is serious and for real? How heavy would you fight somebody? For real, I'll fight. I think that's why I got the, where I'm at right now with my availability to fight and being talking to the UFC to my managers and then I want to get busy. I want to. I think that that's how I got better. My jiu-jitsu was competing, was trying to get all the tournaments I was doing like everywhere. I was every single weekend I was competing, and then with MMA it's hard because you get a lot of injuries. But me myself, I don't get a lot of injuries, so why am I going to be waiting? And I was asking for a fight, asking for a fight. They don't give me a fight, a social notice. They throw my name out there. They gave it to me. And I was very serious about fighting one more time in 2019. It didn't happen. But they, they promised me a big fight. They gave me a big fight. So here I am, putting the work. And I can't wait for March 14. But it's, it's all for real. I'm, I'm a fighter, you know. Absolutely, and it's certainly working. Now, I do want to ask you one more question before I let you go, too. You got to see your brother fight in the UFC for the very first time. He had a very impressive debut in which he, he won by knockout. What was it like getting the chance to watch your brother fight in the UFC after knowing how much work he's put in? Yeah, I was super proud, but on the same time, I was super nervous. <laughs> it's hard to watch my, my young brother going to a fight, and then he loves me to be on his corner. He's going to he's going with me to Brazil. I was super proud. He that was an amazing debut. But I guess super nervous with my brother fighting. But I was super happy and super proud of his performance. And I think he just come to stay. You know that he's a killer in the 145 division. They gotta they gotta watch out. My brother's a killer. And he's coming. He's coming hungry. Absolutely. And and now I, I do want to ask you too. You said you're super nervous before he fights. Are you more nervous before one of his fights than you are for your own? Yeah, 100%. Like, my brother's fight, so I kind of corner a couple guys. I corner Jack Kelly. I corner Vizier Araujo. I corner Vitor Cesar Ferreira. But I didn't get too nervous. But to corner my brother and Vicente Luque, 
yeah, it got pretty kind of, I don't know. I just kind of got to relax a little bit, go to the fight. Look, it's worse than my fighting helps these guys out, especially my young daughters. That was, that was tough. Well, you don't have to do that for a while, but you do have to step in yourself. So before I let you go, I got to ask you one more time. Give me a prediction. How do you see this fight with you and Demi and Maya ending? I see a war in the first two rounds, and uh, I worked a lot on my, my, my wrestling, my 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 conditioning, my strength. I worked overall everything to that fight to my maximum, and uh, I'm, I feel that I'm in a great shape. I'm in a great momentum in my career, and but I'm, I'm I predict the finish. I don't know what round. I think towards the second or third round, but I I worked so much to get a finish with Daniel Meyer. And that's what I'm going to look for on March 14th. I'm looking to stop Daniel Meyer, maybe by a submission, TKO, knockout. I don't, I don't, I don't even care, but I want to finish, you know. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Gilbert Burns fights Demi and Maya at UFC in Brasilia on March 14th. Gilbert, thanks so much for the time, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you guys.